Welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast, the American football podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. This is the Review Crew, and I'm your host, Keith McGinty. Before we begin, I'd like to read a prepared statement, a comment on Brian not hosting this evening. Decisions like this are never easy, and they never feel good, said McGinty. I don't have, I don't have to read that, but do I? <clears throat> we have profound respect for host Donlan and appreciate all the hard work and dedication he has put into the Gridiron crew over the year. He has been part of building a good culture in our podcast team, but the results on the downloads have not met our expectations. After significant thought and reflection, we have determined the best way forward for our team is new leadership and the review crew hosting position for tonight. But I can't make it this evening. As I said, I'm Keith McGinty. I'm in for you this evening. Um, Brian is, is busy with family, busy with family. It's, it's some more important things in football, supposedly. We never know it from us guys, because we're here and we're always here. And I'm joined by some of the, the finest crew members uh, to always take part in the review crew. First up, there's only one love story in the NFL this season. And uh, this man is his uh, his leader, his hero and new deity. It's Liam McGee. Liam, welcome to the review crew. How are we, buddy? Oh, great, great. A good weekend all round. Cannot complain. It was. It was at my expense, my team's expense. <laughs> but it, it, to be fair, we kind of sneaked in last year, so he's were due one this year. Um, yeah, we'll get to that a wee bit later on. We will. We will. We will. I'm also joined by Kevin Coggle. Kev is a Eagles fan. He's still wearing the colours. He's wearing them proudly, but he's, he's wearing black because he's in mourning that his team's form has absolutely died and that bird is falling out the sky at a, at a rate of knots, I'll tell you that. Kev, how are we, buddy? I'm good, mate. <clears throat> Listen, I'm just um, happy to uh, put that regular season behind us because it did not end well at all. So forget all about that. That doesn't matter anymore. It's just all about the playoffs. So hopefully we can get our, get our act together and um, and you know, do what needs done in the next few weeks. Absolutely, and I wouldn't put past you as well, just to start to find a wee bit of form at the right time. This is when teams kind of need that wee bit of form, but you're there. You've done all the hard work earlier in the season to get there, so you're at the, the party. Let's see if you're going to get up and dance now. But before we start, I'd like to get a question to the panel, just to get us all loosened up a wee bit. And as I said earlier on, it was Black Monday yesterday, so my question to the crew and to those listening, I'd love to hear your answers as well, is who so far has been lucky to avoid this sack and who do you think will be next? There's been a raft of sackings, the prepared statement that I had there, that was a riff on um, Arthur, um, Arthur, what's his name? Smith. The Scottish guy. Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith's sacking um, from the Falcons. So who do you think has been lucky to avoid the sack so far? And uh, who do you think's next then, Liam? I suppose everyone's watching for, I suppose, Belichick, aren't they? So, <laughs> see what's happened with the Pats. Apparently, they, I was reading today, apparently, they had a meeting a meeting yesterday. There's another meeting scheduled, so we shall see. I suppose it's like a holding pattern, I suppose, for them, for now. We'll see. They, they couldn't sack him in Black Monday. No. That would have been a bit no, disrespectful, yes, it would, wouldn't it? Would, it? It would, that's fair, yeah. Give him a bit of, bit of respect where it's due, indeed. But now, but now, you know, after today's announcement with the Titans, you know, they've got their 
potential yeah. next head coach and wait, head coach and waiting. Yeah, so for those who are maybe joining us live, not seeing the news that Mike Vrabel has been sacked by the Tennessee Titans, not mutually parted ways or anything like that. No other team have come in to swoop him and take him away. Um, but he's been actually sacked by the Titans. It's just not been good enough, uh, according to the, the hierarchy there. Is there anyone else that you think then, Kev, that maybe should have been sacked, have maybe been a wee bit lucky to maybe have had a couple of good wins and as the season's come to the end to make a wee bit of recency buys there? I don't know. I, I mean, the Nick Sirianni's been, um, you know, started to get a wee few calls for, <laughs> for his head, um, you know, amongst some of the, the Eagles fans, um, you know, online and such. Um, there's There's been a wee bit of... Um, discontent there towards the end of the season, the the, the way our form's been going. Um, I think that would be really harsh, though, if I'm honest. Um, you know, he's he's got us to the playoffs, and let's just see see how he gets on, and then before we make any decisions. But uh, talking about Belichick, I mean, I would he's he's the obvious guy that springs to mind because the fans have been so bad this year. But I honestly, I just couldn't see. I might, I might end up being proved wrong, but I can't see the Pats sacking him. I think that that is one where it's going to be a, a you know, a mutually, mutually agreed parting of the ways rather than a sacking, um, because you know they, everything that he's done there, the record that he's had over the years is, is unbelievable, and I, I, I think that uh, it would be a real shame if he ended up getting sacked um, when he finally does go. As I said. It- Got to put a bit of respect on the name. Everything that he's done, the Super Bowls that he's won and brought to Foxborough, you can't have him going in the same day as uh, Arthur Smith is uh, announced that he'd been released for his, his contract and some of the other names, Ron Rivera as well, um, has left Washington Commanders. It, if it would feel a bit distasteful, and I don't think Kraft would do that to him, I think they've maybe got still got a, a good relationship with me, have soured over the past year or so, with the results not quite going their way and definitely not how um, Bill Belichick would want to leave um, the, the Patriots in New England. But it might be time. It might be time. We've seen it in the in our football soccer and managers outstay their welcome to Arsenal um, with Arsene Wenger was a, a great example, I thought, was um, how long he stayed and how the team started to really deteriorate, the style had went, players weren't quite playing, the identity had gone, football had moved on, football kind of moving on away from Bill Belichick a wee bit. That will be the interesting thing to see because obviously uh, what nobody knows is if he does leave the Pats, is he going to take up a post elsewhere? Um, you know, there's been a few rumours going around that he might, uh, he might be going somewhere else um, and carrying on managing. So, um, you know, I can't, if that happens, I can't wait to see uh, how he does and whether, you know, he is just uh, past it and a dinosaur or whether it's just went a bit stale at New England. Um, but I, another one that might have been a wee bit lucky is um, Doug Peterson at the Jags. Uh, I think yeah. that that, you know, they they were really showing signs that they were becoming uh, a a decent team and they've they've just they've just kind of lost uh, lost the plot completely. Uh, I can't really put my finger on what it is, but they they just don't look anywhere near the team that they did earlier in the season. And I don't think that uh, you know if he doesn't get 
a reaction out of them uh, soon, then I think he could be one of the next ones to go. Just looking at their, their results there, um, so they could beat on Sunday by the Titans. A nice wee pattern gift for Vrabel for the, the team. The previous week they did beat the Jags, which was a really bad rain game. They weren't uh, they were selling tickets for, for cents to, to get to that one. But before that, the Bucks beat them, Ravens beat them, and Browns beat them, the Bengals beat them. It was a bad run of form at the wrong time because they looked as if they were going to be the team that were in form, that were they were going to secure that place. They were going to win their division. I think I'd seen that they'd uh, started selling um, playoff tickets already some of which are non-refundable, which is absolutely brutal for the fans. wonder if they're transferable, though. You can chase the another team to go and see them. Um, I was a wee bit disappointed. Doug Peterson then, Liam, what do you make of the, the Jags? And where did you think it really started to go wrong for them? I don't know. Like, honestly, it's, what, it's now been a year, kind of two seasons now. And it was all looking so well after last season when they made it, made it into the playoffs and they just haven't quite made that next jump step maybe, I yeah. suppose. Some of it did come into injuries I think Lawrence got a bit banged up, certainly the last couple of months he's been kind of fighting multiple injuries so is it a bit yeah. of bad luck all around you know, you know, he's been playing through it, not maybe trying to play through it too much, maybe it would have been better sitting for a game or two and then coming back, you don't know but uh, only we can only look back and have a think about that uh, now in hindsight, but um, I suppose they kind of just kind of they just kind of tried to cling on to the first place, didn't they? Uh, till till last of the week there. Um, it's, it's That's exactly that. And then like That's I exactly suppose, that. Sorry, buddy. On you go. I was just going to say like they've got a good kind of surrounding cast, you know, or seem to like on paper, you know. So it's whether they yes. can. I think that's the main thing is now can they actually maximise it all? I suppose that's I suppose every team's trying to do that, but it's. Can they actually? He's really going to need to do that, uh, Doug Peterson, for next season. Think to, to kind of keep, keep his keep his role there. You know. Yeah. Well, as you said, Travis Etienne, he was uh, a player that managed to get just over a, a thousand yards for them. Yards per carry was only three point seven eight. So he was kind of looking for a wee bit more from him. Tank Bigsby got injured, um, which was a, a bit of a a blow to them. But it was really the wide receive core and and. Uh, Trevor Lawrence that you were kind of hoping were really going to ignite the the league this season. Early on, it did look that way um, with players like Christian Kirk and Zay Jones really stepping up. But the one that I think everyone was looking for was number zero, Calvin Ridley. And it, it just really didn't shine the way that we thought he was going to, did he, Kev? No, I, I don't think that they managed to, to get the most out of him this season at all. And I think uh, looking at the, the point you made about uh, T-Law and his injuries towards the end of the season, that that's that's where I think it really comes back to the coach. Obviously, yeah. Lawrence is going to want to play, um, but as a coach, you've got to protect um, your, your quarterback from himself. You've got to put the team first. And if it was, you know, because his performance is definitely dipped, and if it was, because he was playing with an injury and he was, he was playing hard, the you know the coach has really got to take the uh, the fall for that. I think um, uh, they should have been taking him out, getting him right. You know, if they if they had to put in a backup and maybe lose a couple of games, there was still plenty plenty of season left for them to get the wins that they needed to make it to the playoffs and um, you know just 
continuing to uh, to flog them to try and to try and get themselves there, like it's it's, it's turned into a disaster. But yeah, I, I don't think that the offense really improved as the season went on, and that's another big um, a big point that they have to really look at and, and figure out why that is. Because obviously every team is looking to try and improve as the season goes on and peak um, mm-hmm. at this time of the year. Um, and 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 the Jags didn't manage to do that at all. So as we mentioned, Vrabel was has left the Titans, and it was the Titans um, that were hosting the, the Jags um, on Sunday, um, the final game of the season. There, Jags twenty, the Titans twenty eight. Um, they kind of make it. They made a good go of it, but just it proved not to be good enough for them. In the end, I think the momentum is with something mentioned earlier on was was just not on their side. And even with the uh, Tannehill coming back in for the Titans, no Will Levis who'd been doing quite well, starting to to look as if next year's going to be quite promising for him and something that they can actually move on from and onto. But um, no, it really did not just uh, go well for the the Jags. Um, let's see, we'll concentrate on some of the other games. So, first game of the, the weekend was actually not Thursday this week, it was on the Saturday evening. Did you catch much of it at all? The Steelers at the Ravens? I caught it, was... I caught it but yeah, um, it kind of went the way that, that I was expecting it to go with the, the Ravens resting most of their, most of their starters, and um, obviously yeah. with the Steelers very much needing the win, so going all out for it. Um, so yeah, I kind of went exactly as I as, as I would have expected it to. Yeah, Absolutely, okay. and the oh, game Chris. itself was a bit of a washout. Liam, did you did you catch I, much of it yourself? I saw I saw bits and pieces. Yeah, it was it was uh, interesting watch having the camera camera work. Uh, it, it, like <laughs> smudged by water, wasn't it? I have like hardly see the players sometimes. Yes. So um, um, never mind a snow game. It was a bit, a bit mental to watch. Um, but. It was like a money painting at times, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a cataract. We had to Rudolph uh, for the Steelers. He managed to still throw a what, 71, yard, 71 yard touchdown to John, yes. Johnson as well. So it's not bad going. Yes. Um, I think it was, I suppose, ultimately, obviously, Steelers got the win and got, got in place to get a playoff position and got the results in the end. But I suppose the big thing is also losing Watt uh, in that game is, is going to be a big. A big, a big loss this weekend. Um, with it, um, to put it mildly. Yes, and TJ Watt, of course, got the 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 record, the lead for the season with nineteen sacks in total. Um, but then, as you said, at what cost? And it looked totally innocuous, Kev, where his teammate had jumped and what had turned away from it. He was looking downfield, and his big pal had just totally landed on his knee. I think it's an ACL sprain. It's ruling them out for the game this weekend, the wildcard weekend. They've not totally ruled them out for the season so far, but it's it's not looking promising whenever it's a sprain so dangerous like that. Yeah, no, I, th- I think unfortunately for them that that does rule them out for the season because if he, if he doesn't play this weekend, I don't see the Steelers having a chance. Um, <laughs> you know, he really is that good. And the only reason that they're in the playoffs is because uh, their, their defence has, has kept them in games uh, throughout the season. Um, and he's he's a massive, massive part of that. He's truly one of the top uh, defensive players in the league. 
Um, so yeah, if if it, if it may only be one game he misses, then unfortunately for me, I think that's that's the rest of the season for them. So they're up against the Bills. Are you saying the Steelers' window is closing for the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. I I would definitely say so. It was, a, it was an absolute shame. The game that he'd been having as well was absolutely terrific. It was, it was just on form, and especially in those conditions, something as weird and like that just to land on his knee, not even in a play or making a, another great tackle or a sack or anything like that. It was a, it's just a shame to see him go out like that. Yeah, the, pro- the problem that obviously the Steelers had is, though, that um, you know there's a lot of talk about going into uh, Week 18 you know, do you do you rest players? Um, are you better keeping the momentum going? And I think for for that reason, for that very reason, you know, that's why you want to uh, to be able to afford to to leave your starters out because, especially in the conditions that they were playing in, you know, that something like that's so easy to happen. And like you say, it might have been innocuous, and it might, but you know, playing in those conditions, uh, you're always you're always liable to pick up something like that, and. Uh, you know, if they had if they had the uh, the luxury of being able to leave out the starters, then no doubt TJ Watt wouldn't have been on the field. Um, but you know, as I said, they've, they've just just sneaked in, um, and it's a it's a it's a real shame. Uh, I don't think they would have won with them anyway at the weekend coming, but um, it's a real shame yeah. that that's happened um, in the weekend past. As you said, Liam, Deontay Johnson got a, a cracking 70-odd 70, 70 yard touchdown. It was a special bit of play, just broke in between the two safeties and managed to get away, run almost the length of the field to, to get in there. It was strange to see a, a throw making it so far in such conditions, especially <laughs> when it's lashing down, be able to catch that ball at speed and break the, the tackles to get through. It was, it was a special, special play. No, yeah, it was definitely a, the the player player of the game. Really, as you say, it was a bit of a, a slog yeah. of a game to watch at times with the weather. But to be fair, also this was Harris had a good game as well. I suppose you expect the running running, running game to do well. So, and he did he did like hundred odd yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, he yes. did. He's I think their 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 one two uh, running back room has been as I say been their the main thing all season, hasn't it? With Warren there as well, just kind of keeping them yeah keeping them uh, in games and getting getting the wins when they needed them. Yeah. What about the yeah. Ravens? What about the Ravens then, Kev? Was there much he could really take away from that? I thought Huntley kind of looked a bit like a Lamar Light. I thought he did quite well and, and under tricky uh, conditions. Absolutely. It was more, more of the same um, as we seen towards the end of last season. You know, towards the end of last season, Lamar was injured for the last, the last few games of the regular season. Um, and Huntley came in, and I thought exactly that when I saw him last year. He, he was very much like like a Lamar Light, um, you know, similar yeah. similar playing style, uh, very mobile, but half decent arm as well. And I, yeah, I think obviously it, it's it's difficult to judge him when he's when he's not got all the weapons um, that that Lamar's got, and you know, to target as well on the offense. But yeah, I I think for the Ravens, they you know the the, the they didn't have anything in the game at all, so it, it was just probably an opportunity for them to uh, give give some backups, some reps, see how they performed um, against um, another team's starters, and they done all right. But like I said, it was it was pretty much exactly what I would expect. Um, the Steelers are a tough team 
to to beat. They're a tough team to play against. They make it hard for you. Um, that's why they've they've made it to the playoffs. And um, yeah, there, there was there was nothing nothing kind of uh, outstanding for the Ravens backups. I don't think there's anybody there uh, that came in that's that's going to keep their place for for the playoffs. No, um, players that impressed me have been doing quite well the recent weeks. Is stepped them up a wee bit. Uh, Isaiah Likely again, he did well. He got a touchdown in the game. Um, seems to be really stepping up, and a lot of people are t- tipping the Ravens for the Super Bowl this year now with the being the number one seed. Um, Justice Hill again coming in and doing quite well. So aye, there's um, there's there's still signs that the Ravens were had a good team there, but you could see that they were kind of preserving themselves for the when the big matches come in a couple of weeks for them. Okay, um next next game then we'll have a wee look at was the Colts um and the Texans. Something I've realised that I'm not quite doing is uh, make sure that I'm giving the score. Texans twenty three uh, when they travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Nineteen for the Colts. Another big win. Another big win for CJ Stroud. What did you make of his performance, Liam? And what did you make of his first possession of the the game well that was that was uh, yeah it was just like he's, he's just showing up every week when he needs to doesn't he so it's just impressive yes. to see isn't it i see going back to the start of the season obviously getting drafted obviously i know he was what his second second round pick wasn't he yeah second pick overall high pick you know obviously expecting you expect him to do well but you don't expect him to do as well as he's doing i don't think or anyone would think that i don't think um but yeah it's, he's just a He's quite. He's a cool player to watch, isn't he? He just when you, with their games, yes. they, they make Texas relevant again, don't they? So, um, just a, a kind of fun team to watch again. Um, so long may it continue, I suppose. Absolutely, and I think it was seen at the end of the game, just the, the excitement that was coming uh, from the, the the full team and how you could see he was quite humble as well. He was taking it all in. It was the yeah. last, just the last April, then he. Some people were taking him to go first. I think it's kind of a wee bit of a blessing that he didn't go first. There's not as much um, media attention on him. There's not so much pressure on him. But he's went to a good team. Demeco Ryans has done a great job, and it was brilliant to see him celebrating in the locker room at the end of the game. You just see how much it meant to him and the camaraderie he's got with him and that team going. You just tell that there's something special starting to happen with the Texans. It's fantastic to see. Um, big, big players, we said. Uh, Nico Collins just seemed to be his cheat ball. Uh, he's go-to man for the majority of the game, Kev. Fantastic yeah. performance from him, uh, again. Especially when you've got um, players... I, I got mixed up earlier on. I said Tanks Bigsby was the uh, the man who's been injured for the Jags. It's Tank Dell was the big Thank injury. You know, yeah. And the big loss for the Texans for how well he'd been doing, for the, the young rookie. Yeah. Um, do you think I- that they're... You think that they're they're really just going to be able to build on this, or is this going to be a one and done in the the postseason? Then I think that all season long, when we've been reviewing the weekend's games, we've we've talked about the Texans and we talked about uh, the Texans being like the number one fun and frisky team uh, for the yeah. for the crew. You know, everybody seems to just have a soft spot for them this season. Everybody is is kind of rooting for them, and we all really enjoy watching them play and. Number one reason for that has been CJ Stroud and, and also obviously poor poor Tank Dell as well. And I really worried when Tank got injured. I wonder I worried that they might struggle a wee bit. 
Um, but it doesn't seem to have affected CJ Stroud at all. You know, he's he's still he's still balling uh, every week. Uh, he's got other options there, and um, like you say, Nico Collins was uh, yeah a standout this weekend. That that first play mm-hmm. um, of their very first possession of the game, where he just chucked the ball a mile downfield for the for the touchdown was was incredible. But that's just what we've got used to for the Texans, and that's why we enjoy watching them. And yeah, again. After losing Tank and then CJ was struggling a wee bit, you just you did kind of fear that the wheels were going to come off and the Texans were going to yeah. fizzle out. But the the confidence uh, of CJ Stroud is is phenomenal for for a, a young rookie. You, you know, I know it shouldn't matter, but even when you look at his build, and you just think he's such a small guy, like slight, very slight, and you know he's fearless. And um, yeah, I I would not. Be surprised at all if they beat the Browns at um, you know uh, the weekend. I think that they've they've been excellent and yeah, I would I wouldn't put it past them. It's certainly it's certainly going to be a good game to watch. It will definitely will be um, some exciting games this weekend. We'll get to them in the the preview crew, which will be along on Thursday evening. Dan will be hosting that. Be looking forward to listening again to, to the preview crew and go through all the the teams and the strengths and weaknesses that they've got there, I'll be looking forward to that but just going through some of the other games that that happened at the weekend there, finishing up week 18 in the regular season can you believe that's us done regular season's done already, 18 weeks has absolutely flown in again um, who have we got then, we've had the Lions um, uh, taking on the Vikings Vikings came to Detroit and it was 30-20 to the Lions. Dan Campbell went with his his usual strong team. I think he's one big on momentum. Just keep playing, keep playing, just keep going. Let the Don't worry about injuries, don't even think about that. Just keep going with your best team. Keep the momentum going and just keep powering through. And the team certainly did that, Liam. Yeah, no, I suppose talking about injuries was the big thing for that. I think it was Laporta getting injured. Their tight yes. end, so like that. I suppose it all seems to happen. Anytime you play your starters, you always lose one, don't you? But uh, at the very end of the season, so. But okay, it's it's it totally sounds like Dan Campbell. Um, you know that's his philosophy, isn't it? You know, just just put the yeah. best team out there and just go with it. Don't don't worry about any any repercussions or any injuries. Just just go out and play. So it's just typical Dan Campbell, I think. But yeah, just doing. Doing the things they've done all season, I think the Lions and um, Aaron Raswell had another great game. He had a, a great long touchdown as well, I think. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it was just it was like I suppose a good I end th- of the season, in part minus that injury, I suppose for them. Yeah, for Aaron Ra, I thought I thought his chance had gone, he'd blown it, but the way that he cut back in yeah. and then just found that we seemed to get through the the, the Vikings um, backs were just looking really really tired at that point. Managed to. To get through, power through, and get the the touchdown. Have you seen his haircut? He's got a wee bit of lovely, lovely bit of colouring. Yeah, it's that light, a light blue, a light blue or something like that. You know, so yeah, it's very nice, very, very fetching. Uh, a wee bit of DK, copying a wee bit of DK with that one, I would say. But um, aye, looking good. Um, what about the what about the Vikings and Kev? Um, Justin Jefferson. They seem to be coming in the end of the road. They don't know what's going to be happening. Um, 
at the, the end of the season with the QB. I'm terrible for remembering names. This is this is one of the worst things to do when you're hosting a podcast. <laughs> uh, Cousins, what's, what's going to happen there? Do you think they'll they'll bring Big Casey back? He's muted that um, he's been blessed with by the game um, and money's not going to be as much a factor as staying somewhere where he, him and his family feel settled. Um, that's that's that seems nice from him, but um, it's also I think he's just comfy. He's no way to move. But uh, should the Vikes be moving on from him? It's a good sentiment. I mean, it's it's, it's a really interesting time for for the Vikings. Uh, if I uh, if I was a Vikings fan, I'd be really worried right now. There's been a lot of talk all season long. Uh, it's, I don't know how much truth there is in it, or whether it's just rumours, but. That you know, if Kirk Cousins doesn't get a new contract there, that Justin Jefferson says he'll leave, and yes. they really, they really can't afford to lose Justin Jefferson if they want to uh, have any chance of competing next year. I don't think so. It will be really interesting. I think though, you've seen in their their results towards the end of this season, um, even that that uh, result at the weekend there, that they they really miss Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, we all know that Shaney has um, never been the biggest fan of Kirk Cousins, but uh, it's true what they say about how you know players get better when they're out of the team. And uh, you know, Shaney is now be- becoming a, a bit of an admirer of Kirk Cousins <laughs> because yes, absolutely, you know, they've just not been quite the same team, and I think they now appreciate how good their, their QB is. So I don't know if that's going to be the same for for you know the hierarchy at the club for the management etc. Whether they they will now appreciate Cousins more, um, having suffered his injury this year and uh, struggled badly without him. So I yeah. I think I think it will be a really interesting uh, off season for for the Vikings and see where what shape they end up in uh, going into next year. I um, he's. He was just so unlucky. He seems like that guy that it's going to be unlucky. That doesn't seem to be. He just seems to be too nice. He doesn't seem to have that killer instinct in him that's going to get that Super Bowl. That's going to fill that wee space in his trophy room that he's uh, that he's hoping to to fill in one day with a, a Super Bowl trophy. I'm I'm not sure. I think it might be time for him to move on. Might be able to make a few wee trades in the. Off season, move up a bit and get a, a decent QB, um, and maybe build something new there. Um, let's see anything else for the the Lions Vikings from that. And we're happy to move on then. So thirty twenty to the Lions. Next up, then we'll have a look at the Saints hosted the Falcons forty eight seventeen to the Saints. We bit of controversy at the end of this one, and it ultimately led to I don't know if it led it contributed to Arthur Smith getting the sack on Black Monday there. Did you see what happened at the at the end um, with the Saints and the Falcons, Liam? Yeah, when they were getting um, what, Jamal Williams' first touchdown of the season. And then, um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I suppose there's kind of unwritten rule, isn't there, just to, to take the knee and just end the game, isn't yes. it? But, but again, I think, so, as, as one of, I think one of the commentators, commentators, commentators commented about well, it's your prerogative, isn't it? You can do what you want. You've got the ball, so do what you like. So I suppose you like. But um, yeah, Alex Smith running running across the field to shouting, shouting and swearing at uh, the Saints coach. Was, wasn't probably a, a, a good best 
look for him, I suppose, going, going out of the season, was no. it really? But... <laughs> I don't think it would have done much to, to save his blushes. Um, it's only been, what, the, the, the seven points that, or six points that would have held back the, the flood there. But was the issue that they'd lined up in victory formation? I think, and then... I think yeah. Yeah, and then, and then yeah, and then played the play. So that's a bit, yeah, it's a bit. But then apparently, I suppose now they're coming out. Apparently, that um, since coaches didn't call that play, they were like take the take the knee, and then they, you know, right. they went. Apparently, then the, the players like they went that, rogue. They went rogue and just went to, apparently. But who knows? You probably never know what actually happened. So um, <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I quite I quite like that. But the the great thing about the NFL is that that teams and fans have long memories. And yeah. this will definitely, <laughs> definitely come back to to bite the Saints in the ass one day. Um, oh, it was terrific. Doing it in a divisional it's, game it's a, as well. That's that's yeah. exactly that's because you're, you're guaranteed to meet them twice next year. And like you say, it won't be forgotten. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be a wee bit of fun to watch. Do you think it's quite liberating for the Falcons to finally get ready after after Smith? Um, especially a certain running back. A generational talent. Do you think he's going to be free to actually to do his thing instead of blocking like most of the time? <laughs> I suppose that's what they've been saying all season. Is like uh, Bijan and uh, Pitts in London. Like they've got great. Well, in theory, on paper, great players at every of any of the yes. kind of offense uh, positions, and have they been getting the best out of them? But I suppose that's weird. That's going to be what's going to be interesting next season. Whoever they bring in. I suppose the big thing for them next season is going to be finding a QB, isn't it? I think overall, and see how they can actually, will they actually be able to maximise their potential? I suppose, yeah. or was it just that they, they never could? Who who knows? Um, would you would you think we, uh, they went wrong, uh, Kev? Do you think it was because this was only really if you think of it, three years that he'd been there, I think it was seven and ten, um, in each of the the seasons he'd been there. The first season, it was just a complete strip it down and rebuild. To get 7-10, and 10, they kind of overachieved. To then, in the past two years, maybe get the 7-10, and 10, they've kind of underachieved a wee bit. So it's kind of been a wee bit, not quite black and white, it's more grey. He should have done better, certainly this season. But this is only year one, year two, and they've not really backed him up by getting a, going into um, to trade or um, to get a, pick up a, a, a Good quarterback that's that's got experience. They went with uh, with Ridder, and it's not quite worked out. It was a third round pick or something like that. Yeah. They tried. They they kind of had a gamble on them. It's yeah, just I, not work. I think. I think. Yeah, Ridder Ridder's not not quite good enough to get them to where they need to be. But the you know the the guys that you mentioned there, uh, the the good young players. That they've, that they've managed to, to draft and pick up. Um, they really ought to be doing better than they are. I mean, people were raving about Kyle Pitts when he came in and he, he seems to have got worse rather than, you know, improving as time's gone on. You just look at yes. uh, at Liam's team, the the, the Packers, They're, they've got a, a good young group of players and they seem to be getting better week on week um, throughout this season. You know, a lot of them are second year players now. But you look at Kyle Pitts, and everybody's been expecting him to to break out, and he's just no doing it. Um, and it's the same with Bijan Robinson as well. Uh, I think yeah. he, he started this season looking the real deal, and as the season's yeah. gone on, whether it's because of how they've used him, or you know because he's he's maybe struggling to, to step up to the NFL, I don't know. But um, 
yeah, I, I just think that they they badly need a, a change of coach. And yeah, the the quarterback you you could you could see Ridder um, you know kick on a wee bit himself next year with that wee bit of experience he's had. Um, but mm-hmm. they they badly need to to just to to look at their offense and um, and and start start making the right play calls to to get the best out of the guys that they've got. Bijan was uh, twenty four yards away, twenty four yards shy of getting a thousand yards this season from two hundred fourteen attempts, which is but uh, a shame. Did of course have a miss a couple of weeks, but. For the hype that we had for him, the hope that we had for him, kind of was expecting a wee bit more. Um, uh, was it Tyler Algier? Uh, Algier always um, he was helping out a wee bit. Six hundred eighty-three yards for him this year, kind of taking a wee bit of a, a, a backwards role to um, to Bijan, but kind of expecting a bit more, especially from the the running game. Two great yeah, names to, to have there. I think they had also was it uh, Corderell Patterson as well in the the, the backs that they could have called on. Yeah. Really awesome the, the start of the season, and I don't. I was going to say Algier as well was was one of the guys that I think earlier in the season he looked better than he did towards the end of the season. Um, yeah. I don't know if I, if if it just looked that way. I've not really looked at the stats. Um, but obviously Patterson was was out at the beginning of the year, um, so maybe as he came back into the team, it might have just been that um, there was less reps going around for for, uh, for Algier. But yeah, I just to me, any time I, I I saw the Falcons play, I wasn't that impressed, and it just seemed to me like uh, they were getting worse as the season went on. Um, again, something that I mentioned earlier, like teams look to try and improve as the year uh, goes on, and they just seem to get it horribly wrong. Um, next game, then we'll have a quick look at was the a snow game. Um, Patriots um, hosting the Jets. Patriots three, Jets seventeen. Only real big takeaway from this was that um, Brees Hall looked good in the snow, um, dancing through, just powering through. The guy looks as if he's going to be a, a, a if they can get there quarterback issues sorted for next year he's certainly going to be a, a big factor in that team doing well um, along with you'd hope Wilson stepping back up in the, the wide receiver game but Bills, that, um, sorry the Patriots they had I won't let you see what they're on to they lost to the, the Bills the, the previous week, they did get beat the Broncos on Christmas Day but it's not been not been good. It's definitely not been a a happy end to the season, possibly then to Bill Belichick's tenure. Liam, what did uh, what do you think that the Patriots can take away from this? A good high pick is is that it for this season? Yeah, it wasn't. It's not been a a, a good season, has it? Um, for them overall, I think it's just one to to flush away and forget about. I suppose, isn't it? I think really overall, I don't think there's many big takeaways or, or things to. To really hang a hat on, I think. I think it is really they're going to have to really re- revamp, rebuild the roster, aren't they, to some degree? But they've still got some. Don't get me wrong, they've still got some talented players in there, but it just doesn't seem to be working. They can't get their. Obviously, they made the mid-season. Or was it mid-season or round about mid-season? They changed the Zapier. You know, eventually yes. made the change from Mac Jones, and it's not gone much better, I suppose, overall. And it's just again, I suppose a bit like the Falcons. Can they sort of the QB room? 
kind of get that sorted for that you know raise other players around them a wee bit more and and i, I still think there's a lot of work to be done but at least you know it may it'd be better than this season should i say so yeah, yeah. it's been a it's been a one to forget i think this was only a kind of this was the only good kind of highlight player the, over the season probably douglas the, the draft pick they had the wide receiver he's done all right he's been kind of quite shifty and looks quite promising mm-hmm. i think so that's at least one thing to take maybe as again can they get a qb to maximize his potential in a year or two for him so we shall see. Um, one of my favourite parts to come out the the game was Zeke had always talked about how he's always wanted to play in a snow game, yeah. and then having played in it, he said it was absolutely rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, yeah. I remember watching the um, the jet. I know like they always do it in snow games. The jet celebration, the touchdown, when they slide. You like you're absolutely yes. soaking wet from snow in your sky. Just soak some more. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, aye, that looks good. That looks good. Um, next game, then we'll have a quick look at would be the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Ohio, Ohio Derby. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals thirty-one, uh, Cleveland Browns fourteen, and another good performance from um, Joe Burrow, standing Jake Browning. Um, he seems to really, really have taken his chance quite well. Kind of like a Burrow light. Um, in many aspects and how he plays I wonder if it's how he studied or just how he's coached but um, he did well for the, the team personally got 156 yards but I think it was Mixon that really had the yeah Mixon kind of stole the show didn't he he did didn't he um, aye big big win but the Browns of course they're just saving themselves there keeping themselves fresh for the, the playoffs so you can't really take too much um, read too much into it. 111 yards for Joe Mixon um, and the touchdown as well. It was good to see. Joe Mixon always seems to come good towards the end of the season, doesn't he? Just seems to have this wee uh, thing about him whenever it, just so he stays fresh in your memory whenever it comes to drafting him next year. And then he's honking and invisible for ages, isn't he? Uh, I've, I've fallen foul of that a few times myself now. Kev, um, did you see much of that? I, I didn't see a lot of that, no, but again, just, just the kind of exactly what you were expecting um, with, with the Browns already uh, in the playoffs. And obviously the difference here be, uh, between that and the Steelers game was that um, the Bengals had nothing really to play for either, um, except yeah. obviously uh, that record where, the you know, the, the, for the first time in the Super Bowl era, the, the whole division ended the season uh Bob 500 um, with, with that result. So I, I, I think, again, most people were probably expecting that to be the outcome of that, that game. Um, and Browning, uh, I've got him in our, our dynasty dynasty league, but um, as, as, as promising as he looks, he's destined to be a, a backup quarterback for years, I think, um, sitting behind. So I'm trying not to get too excited about him. <laughs> Listen, uh, never mind your fantasy team. That's some um, living that you can make out of that um, from being just a, a backup. Make some some really really good money out of that, which is um, oh, great a, for him after the hard work. Yeah, after the hard work they put in, and it was brilliant hearing about how he was. He was thinking of leaving the game. He was looking at coaching, going back to his old college to to coach, and but then he got a couple of phone calls to come on and. Um, on the practice squads, when he's been in practice squads, especially with the Bengals, he's been in working with the the, the defense, no line, and helping them 
get uh, understanding what the the QB sees, what the QB needs as well. So uh, he seems to be a right good team player and really help develop him so that he, he is totally ready whenever he's come in and he's got his chance. But we'll fly through the, the the rest of the games. Commanders ten, Cowboys thirty eight. Not really much there. The only thing really of note is that Aubrey's perfect season came to an end, um, which was a, a shame with his kicking. I know Stu and I are, are big fans, and it was just a shame that it had to come to that. I kind of hoped he was going to go through the, the full regular season with a, a perfect record, but for a rookie to come in and play as well as he has done, absolutely terrific. Uh, let's then head up to Lambo, Liam, for the Packers 17, Bears 9. Ten in a row, I think it is now that the Packers have got over the Bears. Um, must have a, a nice wee sweet taste of that. Yeah, well, obviously I could, obviously a lot better than last last year when we had winning win in as well. And we we messed that one up to the line, so it was better um, divisional matchup, and we got got that got a win out of this one. So yeah, um, yeah, as you say, Matt Lafleur's Lures now um, ten ten and zero against the Bears, um, which is I don't know. I don't know if anyone's got any other stat like coaches have got in close to that uh, with another team. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a bit crazy actually. Um, but yeah, it was a Jordan Love day. Um, just impressed again. I think he's just kind of stepped. He seems to be getting better and better. He's got better and better as the season gone on. Certainly in the second half. Um, I think he's now second second in the league for touchdown passes, thirty two touchdowns in the year. Um, which is crazy to think where we were. You know, we're the start of the season, like two and two and five near the start. I think. Yep. So to have that total at the end, even though I know you stepped up the last few weeks, also looking um, playing some great uh, football, to have that total overall was actually really, really impressive. Actually. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a strange game in the sense that we totally dominated, but it was still quite a close game. Um, I think at halftime we were like two hundred, two hundred total yards to one hundred for the the uh, the Bears, and then at the end it was like four hundred to odd to two hundred odd again. So like basically double the amount. Wow. But it was just we just we had some I don't know we just had some we had some mishaps and right at the end of the first quarter uh, first half we had a. Um, we messed up the kind of that that drive with didn't get out of bounds. I you get you got out of bounds, but it went backwards. So then the clock yeah. just kept running. So points on the board there. But I think I think um, Liam, to me watching it, it looked like you um, you put you had some great stops on defense, but then there was yeah. some like penalties and stuff like sloppy penalties that you gave away. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think you were pretty comfortable in in the game for what for what I saw, but just. Um, yeah, with, without really uh, getting the rewards for your dominance. Yeah, like and especially even like the first drive, um, uh, Romeo Dobbs had a well, nearly a great catch in the end zone. He, he, he to fear the defender, um, I think it was it Stevenson, made a great play on the ball and pushed it as he's fallen down, pushed it out again. And the same, I think, in the um, Bo Melton had another one that he kind of caught on his knee and it. They gave it. They caught in style. They gave a touch to initially, and then they changed their mind, and it was like, yeah, um, yeah. They actually didn't give it, and then they changed it and gave it, and then they reviewed it and overturned it. But that was a great throw from Love. Just absolute power, precision, confidence that he was going to thread that needle as well. I think lot to look forward to for the Packers next season. I think it's even just a wide receiver room as Kev's alluding to, like this first round first year first year and second round players basically. And yeah. like the start of the season we had Watson, Dobbs and Tudy really was our main main wide receiver room. But now we've got you know, Watson's been out injured a lot this year this season. Um yeah. you know, and Dobbs was obviously went only played one 
one one drive uh, at the weekend there. And at the start of the season, we'd really, really worried, you know, where the production is going to come. But, you know, we've got Reed now stepping up. Wicks had two touchdowns. Um, and even our rookie he's, tight ends. Um, Tucker Craft well. was great. Um, yeah. Tucker Craft, yeah, he's, he's really stepped up since Musgrave went out, you know, obviously kind yeah. of forced him to roll, but he's kind of excelled at it. So, um, yeah, it's obviously, it's all, it's all it's all looking rosy at the moment. So, but I think, um, you know, so to get into the playoffs is, is obviously, I don't think anyone's expecting us to be there. So it's definitely a, a successful season, no matter what happens now. I think, you know, you'd... Um, I think we can only be happy where things are where things are trending. I suppose, shall we say? You know, whatever happens in the playoffs, um, Liam. I said it. I said it maybe a month or so back. For for the young squad that you guys have got right now, the the, the experience of playing in the postseason will be will be huge. Um, yeah. You know, even if it is just one and done, it means yeah. if they get back there to the playoffs next year, they'll they'll, they'll have that experience. They'll have been there and done it. So I, I, I really, I'm really impressed with, uh, with how, you, how you've managed your season and um, the progress of the young team that you've got. And I'm looking forward to seeing seeing the, the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, it's obviously yeah, I suppose the old Mike, Mike McCarthy um, storyline, you know, for for the, for next weekend. So always fun. So um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun game to watch, won't it? So and yeah, I think I just the anything we get now is a bonus. Um, I think just. Go out as you get that experience, you know, build on it. I think even just experience of getting into the playoffs, knowing that feeling of, you know, like last like the weekend there, knowing that feeling of getting the win, and that gets you in into the playoffs. You know, like having that kind of experience, at, you know, at the end of the game, how yeah, you're yeah. feeling. It's just right. things you're always going to remember game. and build on. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I'm an honorary his head at the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time, guys. I think it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Got my green team. That, that didn't take long, Keith, did it? <laughs> I just hope that they keep going because I don't have any other teams tops to, to support. You need to get that uh, that top, you know, that one with all the teams on it, that jumper. You know, you can get his other seven teams. His other seven teams have been put out already. He's got. That's what Grant thinks I got in bed in my jammies with a, a different top every night. Um, no, no, uh, Packers my green team. I always said that. Um, so, no, happy. Well, not happy that the Seahawks didn't make it. I'm quite disappointed, even though no. we did beat the Cardinals in a tight game, 21-20 to the, the Seahawks. Um, I thought it was going to be a tough game. I thought we were going to do just enough. But, um, my God, that was a wee bit tighter than I was, I was hoping for. Um, no, well, moving on. Listen, yeah. um, I'm just, I'm just coming back. You could do the week before. Exactly. Well, Pete said that he's coming back next year, so all's, all's good. There's plenty of rebuilding to be done there. There's quite a lot of free agents uh, in the team, so it'll be interesting to see who we bring back in. But um, quite, a, quite a few will be, be gone. Bobby Wagner get the, the most tackles this season uh, again. So uh, there's there's positives. It's a bit of a disappointing season. I thought we'd have been a wee bit more comfortable, a wee bit better. When you look at some of the other teams that had a, a similar record to us, but aye, aye, disappointing. I think it's a missed opportunity for us. But we built. We've got next year. We've been doing well in the drafts in the past couple of years. So I'm hoping that we can continue to, to do that and get some. Well, we'll, we'll see how we go on. Um, Another team that's, that's suddenly becoming a wee bit more fun to watch is the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, 
27 um, at home to the Denver Broncos, 14 for Sean, um, Sean Payton's guys. Uh, Antonio Pierce has been heavily touted to get the job full-time, and for the results that they've had in the past couple of weeks, I kind of think that, that it might be worth the, a shot. Uh, he's got the team playing again. He's got the the best out of them, which seemed to have been quite a toxic um, like team and area to be in. Um, he's he's really turned that around. It's quite impressive, Kev. How how well he's doing? Do you think Absolutely. it would be worthwhile bringing back next year? I I, I think um, that he's he's done a really good job in his audition. Uh, I don't think I don't think anybody could have expected any any more from him. Um so yeah <laughs> to go from to go from uh like a shutout at home um to then putting up what sixty odd points or something the week after um and then you know going on the run that they have the results that they've had. The the key thing for me is they've got good players there. Um Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams these are guys that, that that can really play, and they weren't getting they weren't getting a tune out of them at all before he took over. Um, and just that that game at the weekend there, you know, saw big plays made by both of those guys. They've also got you know decent options, guys like Hunter Renfro in the slot, um, and he seems to be um, get getting a lot more out of them um, than the previous coach. So I, I think yeah, I think he's worth. Worth giving him giving him a shot at a full season, and you know see how he does with a full training camp and everything like that. So yeah, de- definitely big improvements, and, and like you say, a lot more fun to watch uh, recently. What about the Broncos then, Liam? Um, can we expect a wee bit more out of them? Is second season there for Peyton? Is that going to be? Because there was signs that certainly the the defense were were coming on to a game, but does he need more weapons and offense? And a QB, by the looks of it. Well, potentially, yeah. I would think, yeah. It's been obviously the last couple of games we've had to judge with them benching uh, Wilson, you know, what they're actually potentially as, as, a, as a team. Because they were, you know, from where they started, like at the start, going back to the start of the season when they had those blowout losses, like mm-hmm. they, were, they, were in, they were in the mix at one point. So, um, so yeah, I don't, it's, again, it's going to be an interesting off season what, what they're going to do at, at QB. Um, will Wilson hang about? Or, you know, also all the reports are he's, they're kind of, Looking to move on, um, but you, and you, but again, it's the whole look on paper thing. You've got still Jerry Judy there. They've got uh, Sutton, um, you know, Javante Williams in the RB room. You know, some good players. Um, you know, um, so it's just whether they can keep building on maybe where they were going. Uh, as I say, it's just mm-hmm. really hard to judge in the last two weeks. Like again, this weekend against the Raiders, you know, thanks to them, he did all right. Um, but you know, he got one touchdown, one interception, but. It's just kind of hard to, to judge overall where where they're going to be next year. Well, we'll through the, the the last couple of ones. 49ers um, beaten at home by the LA Rams, um, 20-21. Resting players. Doesn't really matter there at all. I don't think it was um, going to signify there's going to be much changes when it comes to the, the games in the postseason. I think it was just a chance for some players to get a wee bit of game time. Uh, Chargers 12, Chiefs 13. Again, not much happening in, in those ones. I think it's um, 
The only really interesting thing that I could think of is the, the, the Rams. Um, with their place that they've clinched, they are now travelling back to, to Detroit for Stafford, um, which would be really, really interesting. And Goff, of course, taking on the, the Rams. It'll be... I, guess, I think that might be one of the, my, my matches that I'm really looking forward to um, in the wildcard round. So, aye, interesting there. Final one we'll have a look at then, guys, is the... Dolphins 14, the Bills 21. And the Dolphins kind of blew it a wee bit, or did they kind of just hold back a bit? Asian didn't play. Um, kind of hoping Tyreek had a, a drop. He seems to have a lot going on in his personal life in the past couple of weeks. Is it maybe telling its toe? Is this all coming at the wrong time? The the Finns have got lots of injuries to their... their uh, I think it's a defensive line as well. They've brought in a couple of players um, today out of free agency. Are they just like, maybe holding back? Were they happy to take the trip to KC, to Arrowhead, a return to Arrowhead, of course, for Tyreek Hill? Or do you think they would really have preferred to have actually won this game and won the, the division? Uh, it seems as if they kind of... Maybe a wee bit tactical. I don't know if I'm maybe reading a wee bit too much into this, Liam. Yeah, I think, what do you I think, think? I don't. I think. I think you always want to win the game. I think you know you're never going to give a give up a game to your rivals to to win to win your division. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I think. I think Dolphins have just been really hit bad. One of the reasons I just touched on was the injuries. I think they're just really suffering with injuries, and I don't know. Do they, they? I suppose that it's been the narrative all season is they can't win against kind of the better teams. They can't get the wins over the Bills, the, the Ravens, etc. Um so but they're they're still a fun team to, they're always like a fun team to watch. And there's just you just this was any week they could just go off, you know, as they've done multiple times this season. You know, Hill's been yes. immense all season. Um, you know, AJ um, as well. I suppose they're missing Mozart this week. I think he was out um whether that that's a bigger no, Waddle deal than, either. Yeah, and Waddle was out. Um whether that was a bigger deal than than, than we what we realised. Um for, for Tua, you know, um Tua was hundred and seventy three yards, I think it was, if I touched down two interceptions, you know. It's it was okay, but it wasn't great compared to Josh Allen, which was like three hundred odd yards and but again compared to Allen, he also threw two interceptions being Al Allen. I suppose he, he's always gonna do that from time to time, but it was just I think I think they, as I say, on their day, they, they can beat anyone. Um, but it's just whether they can get over these injuries again. I suppose it, it's kind of interesting. I suppose in the sense that the Bills were in this position a couple of weeks ago, a month or so ago. They had all their injuries, and they've managed to patch around it, uh, work, work, work it out between, amongst themselves, and and got themselves in there. Um, or well, won won the division now, not even got themselves in there. Um, yeah. So I suppose it's can it's going to be what can the can the Dolphins overcome? Uh, their injuries and, and, and their issues they've got currently. Um, I don't know, I'm a wee bit excited for their, their trip to Arrowhead. Have you seen, Kev, the, um, the, the weather report? Is, this is um, destined to be the coldest game in NFL history. Um, when you factor in just the, the starting temperature, how cold it is, I think it's rumours to get to around about minus 20 degrees Celsius. But then you've got to factor in wind chill in, into that as well. Oh, man. The, the, the Chiefs have got to be like, like rubbing their hands. Well, try to keep warm, but rubbing yeah, their rubbing hands, hands at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the like, fins coming. Get the glove court. warmers out and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen this last year when the uh, McDaniel took the, the team up to 
um, upstate New York when they gave the Bills a right, right good game. Um, he's changing the mindset of the, the Dolphins and I don't know, I absolutely love the guy. I think he's, I'd love to see him really do something special with this uh, Dolphins team. I think he's he's terrific, but I think this might be a wee bit too soon and maybe a wee bit too cold for him if he's going to Arrowhead. What do you think, Kev? Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think that the the Dolphins, I they, they would have wanted to win that game. They would have wanted the home game first and foremost, um, in the playoffs. And certainly the last place I think uh, they would want to be go- uh, to be going to is Arrowhead. <coughs> uh, but yeah, the Dolphins on their day, if 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 they if they show up, they can beat anybody. Um, yeah. And but the worrying thing for me for them will be. At the weekend there, you know, that's the second time that, that Buffalo comfortably beat them. And, mm. uh, you know, there's, there's there's just been a lot of really hard games that they've had towards the end of the season, um, which isn't ideal preparation going into the getting into the, the, the playoffs. What I will say is that in our preview shows uh, right back at the beginning of the year before the, the season started, um, yes, I'm pretty sure that um, I called it. I thought that the Dolphins had one of the toughest um, strength of schedules in the league this year, um, and and it's proved proved to be the case that you know they, they have struggled a bit towards the end of the season. But I think that's a lot to do with the uh, with the, uh, the strength of their schedule and the teams that they've came up against. Um, and interestingly, I said the same thing about the Eagles. Um, I think our strength of schedule was possibly, um, you know, as tough as, if not tougher than the Dolphins. Although, albeit our last three or four games on paper were were, were a little bit easier, but we had yeah. a really tough we had a really tough run in the middle, and I think that took a lot out of us. Uh, we ran out of steam. Um, you know, we won we won a few of those tough games, um, and we're doing better than I expected this to be. Um, but it seemed to take a toll, and I think that that's maybe going to be the biggest problem for the Dolphins as well, um, is that these tough, tough games that they've had over the past few weeks um, have you know, taken a toll on them, and missing guys like Waddle and Mostert is huge, because as much as much as they can be absolutely incredible um, on their day mm-hmm. and great to watch, they can't afford to be missing important players like that um, because, as we've seen, when they come up against really good teams, they need everybody to be playing well. Um, they need to be on top form. They're, they're no the San Francisco 49ers um, and they're not going to just, you know, absolutely roll over the top of teams if they're, if they're not at their best. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think I think it's going to be really tough sledding in the playoffs for the, for the Dolphins. Yeah, you were absolutely right. The last three games of the the season, they had the Cowboys, Ravens, and the Bills beat the Cowboys, but um, 56 19 to the Ravens, and then 21 14 to the Bills. Apart from the Ravens game, they they were they were close. They weren't too far away from the Bills, but the Bills seem to just have their their name just now. Wonder if they'll be able to change that, and if they they can do that, that'll be a wee change in the mindset of the the team. They, they can get past them. Excellent. Guys, we almost forgot a team, and thanks very much to the Bouncing Off the Ropes podcast to put a wee comment in on YouTube to say, let's go box. Nearly forgot about the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-huh. Baker has led his team to 
divisional title there. Um, amazing, amazing. They they seen out the the last game of the season with a fantastic effort from Chase McLaughlin with three field goals to win the game against the <laughs> the lowly Panthers. Um, so congratulations then to to Baker and the the Bucks for for making it through. Their um, reward, shall we say? For getting through, as who is it they're playing again? Us, lucky Eagles. So it is. It's the Eagles. Right? <laughs> I, I, see, when you said you'd forgotten a the game there, I thought you were talking about us, and I thought you'd done that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, bud. Not at all. No, I thought we not covered the, the the Eagles. I thought we'd we'd mentioned them. Um, there we are. There's two that we've mentioned. I was trying to. Spared your your blushes then. I know. Um, I know. I, I wondered if you were leaving it till last, or <laughs> just let me think you'd forgotten about it, um, or if you actually had forgotten. But um, I so we it's, it's it's us in the box. Um, so we'll be we'll be going to Tampa, um, and I that that'll be interesting. Do you know I, I, uh, that game against the the Panthers for the Bucks? As much as on paper it should have been um, straightforward. Uh, there was a lot of pressure on it for them. They needed to win, and the Panthers have been, you know, kind of, kind of tricky uh, for a few teams yeah. in the past few weeks. Um, so been playing well. Yeah, I de- definitely. It was a, it was a good, good uh, professional uh, showing for the the Bucks to get the to get the win that they needed. Um, and I'm, I would say I, I'm not looking forward to going down there to play them. But then again, I, I, I really don't know. If I could, if I could pick anybody just now for us to play, I don't know who I would choose because we've just <laughs> we've just looked so bad this this last few weeks. Um, in a way, I, I I almost feel as though we'd be better off playing somebody like um I don't know, like like the Cowboys. Um, obviously I know we can't play them. You really arrange your game, but yeah, some something like that because we 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 seem to need. Um, you know, a, a big game like that. Um, you know the the Forty Niners. Um, again, can't do that because they're the number one seed. But uh, that yeah. sort of game would probably be better for us because this last few weeks, every time, uh, every game we've been expecting to win, and we've really, really struggled. Um, are you worried about Hurts? We saw the the image of his finger. Do you think that's going to be a a factor in the the postseason? I'm more worried how how badly we were playing before he hurt his finger. To be honest, yeah. uh, I, I was watching watching the game at the weekend. There, I, I was I was fully expecting us to to assume that the the Cowboys were going to win their game and that the mm-hmm. division was gone, um, and just t- take our starters out and give them a rest. Um, some people were saying, you know, we need to try and and, and play them and kind of get a wee bit of. A wee bit of momentum going because we've we've not looked great. But for me, give the guys a rest, take them out of the game, protect them, um, and then get on the get on the training field, uh, the practice field, and and, and start planning for the uh, for the, the the playoff games. But the, yeah, the the big worry for me was even with our starters in. Um, you know, Hart Scott Hart, AJ went off as well, um, and. Even with them playing, we we, we looked shocking. I, th- I think our, our backups would probably have done better, um, if, if I'm being brutally honest. And that, that's the biggest concern for me. But yeah, now going into the playoffs, it looks like 
potentially no hurts, um, maybe no AJ as well. Um, and yeah, it's just this this season, it's just went just completely on its head. It's unbelievable how how it, it's gone through. We were absolutely flying, um, yeah. and now it just seems like anything that can go wrong can go wrong has gone wrong or will go wrong. Um, so yeah. I was trying to be positive at the start and say, right, <laughs> season's season's over. Forget about the regular season. It's all about the playoffs. But it's it's been so bad that you just can't you can't put that out of your head and forget about it. Listen, you're there. You you're in the the postseason. You've got a favourable tie, I would suggest, against the Bucks. Although can't be taking anything for granted at this stage in the season. But um. No, a, a bit of positivity there, Kev. Uh, your, your team will do well for one game. Do you know least. what? Thank um, you. You're right. I'm going to say our, our, our whole regular season, um, it kind of sums up everything that, that I was saying all the way through the year, which is um, we've just done enough. Um, we've done that every, every week for, through through 11 weeks or 12 weeks. We've just done enough. and. On you know, on the whole, uh, over the course of the season, we've just done enough. So maybe we'll get back to that uh, now that we're in the playoffs. <laughs> Listen, uh, now it's time to get exceptional again, right? Okay, um, I've totally forgot about the the banners here, but I do have one here for us, and we've got our statistic of the week. We had talked earlier on about um the is it the AFC North teams all being um above uh, five hundred for the first time since 1940s I think it was which is incredible but we're going to go for a different one this one from uh, on X at nerding 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 on NFL uh, NFL nerds on X for the first time in NFL history all three Lake Erie teams so the Bills the Browns and the Lions have made the playoffs in the same season I think that's a, a terrifically statistic of the week for you there guys Let's finish this off then. Um, I don't think we need to go for the review. We've covered most of the, the, the games, covered all the, the, the final week. A wee bit of a bumper edition this week for the final week of the regular season. I'm looking for a cruise missile for you, uh, from you. So, Liam, I'll come to you for a cruise missile and Kev will come to you for who crushed the the week 18 for, for you then. So, Liam, who is your cruise missile? I suppose it has to be uh, Stroud's um, Stroud's first touchdown um, to um, yes. Nico Collins. I think that was yeah, a, a low hanging fruit fruit that one. But yes, that was a an impressive play um, all round. A nice a nice um, a way to to set up their, their their whole game really overall. Absolutely, I think that's a, a worthy winner. Um, especially it just caught them cold, and they, they tried the same in the start of the second half. They get a good. Um, Gain with uh, Nico Collins and CJ Stroud teaming up again for for the Texans. That guys certainly something special, something to look forward to seeing a wee bit more of, especially in the the playoff now. And um, Kev, what about crushed? Who crushed it for you? Crushed it. It's so hard this week to pick one player. To be honest, Keith, um, there was there was a few guys who I thought were were, were excellent. Pukaniku obviously um, got got yep. the record for the for the rookie season. Um, uh, CD Lamb was absolutely incredible. Um, yes, he, you know he put another great performance in, and 
you know, ended the season the way the way he's been playing uh, for for the past I don't know seven or eight games. Um, but for me, my favourite um, was possibly is, is possibly kind of the last time uh, that we're going to be seeing this guy um, kind of in in the sort of form that he was. But for me, it was King Henry. Um, oh, yes. He absolutely <laughs> he, he, he dashed the the Jags' hopes of getting to the playoffs, but it was it was classic Derek Henry, um, um, and I thought he was outstanding. And I'm just curious to see where he's going to end up this year because, by all intents and purposes, it looks like he was kind of saying his farewells to Tennessee. So certainly did, and I think he's got a good wee deputy in Ty J Spears. I'm looking forward to to see yeah. what he can do there. It's going to be a new regime as well, so it'll be interesting to see how the the Titans evolve from this season. Uh, great, great choice, mate. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I'm really, really happy with those two. I'll, I'll get something put up um, overnight then for the, the crew for our Crushed It and Cruise Missile. That just leaves me to thanks very much um, to you guys for, for joining me this evening. I've loved um, being on the, the review crew. It's Stressful work, by the way. It's, it's hard <laughs> going, isn't it? No wonder Brian's in a way to having a wee retreat up in the, the mountains in a dark room somewhere, to just yeah. recovering from the, the 17 weeks that he's put in. What a shift that you guys have done. So, thanks very much for the regular season, guys. We are not done, though. We are going to be powering through um, the playoffs, wildcard week, the playoffs, the divisional round, the championship, and all the way through to the the Super Bowl itself. Hopefully, we'll have some exciting news um, coming up in the next couple of weeks about what we'll be doing around the Super Bowl. And certainly, stay tuned to the, the the crew. We'll be getting more details out to you about that. But looking forward to to seeing it. Hopefully, we're getting all the crew together to watch it live. Hopefully, with some of you. But as I said, get back to you about that, Liam. Thank you very much for that. Very best of luck to your your team. <laughs> your team um, much love much love not, not uh, to your team <laughs> to your team I will be rooting for you um, we still got to do it we're not there but I will be rooting for the the Packers um, when it comes to the, their matchup a tough tough ask against the Cowboys but if it shuts Dan up for five minutes then uh, <laughs> then it might be worth it yeah no looking, for, looking forward to uh, playoff football so yeah it will always be fun I was looking forward to the the off season, uh, the postseason. Um, yeah. See what our n- new storylines come up. Oh, so the plenty come up, plenty come up. Uh, Kev, thanks very much, buddy. I really, really enjoyed this. And again, chin up, question it's a box. Baker <laughs> might request the a season two Baker instead of a season one Baker. Uh, oh, I know. I'm just I'm I'm having uh, Mike Evans nightmares. <laughs> uh, Rashad Evans, uh, Rashad White, sorry, he's running all over us in my dreams, and uh, yeah, but, but no, I'm, I'm going to try and be positive over the rest of this week, um, and and enjoy watching the game at the weekend. But thanks very much for having us. Um, it's yeah. been it's been fun again as usual, Keith. Fantastic. Uh, again, thanks, guys. Really enjoyed that. Thanks for watching. Um, if you've enjoyed listening to or watching the crew, please like, leave us a comment. Leaves a rating, make sure it's a positive one that helps uh, spread the word of the crew. Tell your pals, we'd love to hear from more of you. We want to get more and more voices on the crew as well. So, um, over the next couple of weeks, we'll be hearing from a wider range of people, and certainly in the off season, we'll be hearing some more of the people's stories. Um, 
and around Scotland um, of how they've got into NFL, American football, and we hear a bit more about flag football as well, which seems to be really taking off in Scotland too. So, yeah, get involved with the crew. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks very much for listening. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.